0: like a soft opening you will not get a soft opening from me not for this year not ever it's called
1: a cold open
0: oh is that what it is wow man you kill it you kill it every time you know (laughs) try to be soft smooth silky like the name merle code (laughs) smooth topical that was topical
2: do you want in on this soft opening guthrie you can just stay silent and i can introduce the podcast Welcome to the 2018-2019 version of the ACC Basketball Degenerates Podcast. We are still alive, folks, and there's a reason we haven't been potting in September and August like all these other wannabe podcasts, right? Because we care about what matters: is the there? games, the lines, the action. We could talk all day. Taylor would like to talk all day about scandals, but we know nothing's going to become of these. Kansas text will text still be there. Years years. Bill Self is going to be there. All the Adidas teams are going to be there in the tournament, so we're not even going to pay attention to that. Unless Taylor would like to go on a soliloquy. You're welcome to. But welcome to the new season, ladies and gentlemen. We are glad to have you along. Oh. I, can't, I can't believe we're here again. How many,
0: how many seasons is this now? I've is lost this, count. Is I this think it's four? four? Season four? I was ready one? to throw
2: in the towel until uh, gambling became legalized. Or officially then, a lame uh, duck podcast. I figured I was handcuffed and there was no chance that Vegas Mike Jaffe would shut this thing down or that yeah. I would be able to shut it down against his power.
0: Man, you know, sports gambling is now legal across these great United really? States I of didn't America. Know. I, never, I did not Who know knew? that. Who knew? Who saw it did coming? I did not know. You know, I don't know if I have to, like, rebrand myself now because I'm beyond Vegas Mike, you so, know? Am I going to be the Biloxi Bandit? Charlestown Mike. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> the Mountains Charles, West Charles <laughs> uh, you know, Atlantic AC, you know, MJ. I'm not sure. Taylor it's, apparently it's has a good.
2: format for this podcast. I still don't know what it is because we're not doing our complete preview. We're just mm-hmm. doing overarching themes. Right. But I have one question, and then I think you guys are going to have to carry the rest of the podcast. Mike... When I was a young lad, my uncle, God bless him, got to arrest him. Arrested? Got to arrest him. Okay. Arrested?
0: Uh, Arrested. Used to
2: have this excuse, like, I'm going out to get a newspaper when he was, you know, going to go smoke a cigarette. This
0: sounds like how my father's story ends. He goes out for the milk. He never comes back. (laughs) But anyways, please go on. So what's going to be your excuse when
2: you go to the West Virginia border? With the family, I just want to know because I know you don't smoke.
0: I I used to, you know. You and, might need to bring and that. And by the it way, back. by the way, those smokers out there never quit. It's delicious. <laughs> it's wonderful. Keep going. <laughs> Biggest mistake I ever made was Walk, quitting. I was
1: just walking into a sportsbook one time where there, you can smell the smoke in the air. You can see it. All over the place. Mike did once turn to me and be like, God, nothing has made me ever want to smoke more than smelling that smell. (laughs) You can't say you're going to get gas
2: because you can get gas in
0: Harrisonburg.
2: (laughs) (laughs)
1: What can you get
2: over the border (laughs) that you cannot get?
0: Yeah, yeah, see that's that's going to be the funny thing. I hope West Virginia sells like fireworks or something that I can come back, you know, with for that's my South family cuz right? it's only it's only 11 miles. So the border of West Virginia is only 11 miles away um from where I live in the state of Virginia.
2: So you're going to have to like go Mark that is so close. Wa- what um Vin Diesel and uh,
0: uh, Paul, the yes, guy that Paul, died, yes, yeah. Paul Walker. Paul Walker. RIP. Um, You're going to have to like yeah, get some knobs in is. your car
2: and just roll.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Or else I don't
2: Ashley's going to be, be having a stopwatch on you waiting. Well, what? just to be
1: clear, the reason why the 11 miles is important is because you can get an app. Most of these things yeah. will service you with an app. Thank you, Taylor. Yeah, right, yeah. yeah. Right. Thank yeah, you for well, the Yeah, just, just for our listeners. Thank Thank you. You. Yeah, the that's context. right,
0: because not everybody's familiar. So this is kind of how the the uh, sports gambling being legal in the U.S. and in certain states is a game changer. Because you think of it as, oh, You know, oh, it's just a sports book that's going to be created in, say, Charlestown, West Virginia. But it's not only that. That's just the place where you deposit and receive money, ideally receive money from your winnings. But what you can also do once you're once you've deposited there, you can once you're within the state lines on the application on your phone. Once it recognizes you're within the state, you can gamble from anywhere within the state. You know, so it, for me, being only 11 miles away, I could, in theory, uh, drive that sweet distance, or buy a very high-powered drone that hopefully can have an 11-mile range that I can attach a camera to and uh, put my phone on it and make bets. Um, but, I, yeah, I don't know what I'm going to do, but it, it's all very exciting for me. It's it, just, seems, it opens up so many options. It
1: seems clear to me that you're about to become a much more active hiker. And those <laughs> mountains of West Virginia when they come a-calling. Well, guys, can I tell you something? Uh. I'm going to be disciplined this year. And
2: I've been tracking myself ever since we started this podcast. And in the non-conference, I clean up on these things. And then when hmm. the you know conference schedules start, I get to like 55-45. Is my math right there? Help me, Guthrie. Come on. Help me. Is that, that does is that okay? add up to hundred. So that, okay. <laughs> I think you are right. And then when the NCAA tournament starts, it's like ninety ten in the bad direction. <laughs> in in the direction you don't want to be in. So mm-hmm. can you guys like um handcuff me to something when the NCAA tournament starts this year? Please?
1: Sure. I'll do whatever it.
2: Whatever I say, whatever I whatever excuse I give to you, I've changed. I have a clear head. Don't listen to me. Come March, okay? Don't listen to me.
0: The problem was that you never came to Vegas with us when we would go year after year. I I have work to
2: do. I actually I work covering athletics, so I I couldn't make it. Well, so this year oh, is our opportunity.
0: Now that we're going to be that much closer, I think you'll be here for at least a day or two. No, I I'll,
2: can, I'll be with the team somewhere.
0: I'm going to put you in the trunk of my car, and we're going to drive to <laughs> West work. Virginia. That's the only way it's going to happen.
3: Yeah, let's go to Chucktown.
2: So I had the yeah, I've, I been, the itching. Angle. I've been itching to get up my there. My biggest angle of last year's NCAA tournament is I love the 8-9 matchups, and I missed every single one. All right, here's the rundown for today's pod.
1: First, we're going to look at some off-season developments, especially sports gambling now legalized across the U.S., even if it's not available yet in every state. Uh, we'll look at the ACC Media Day quips from coaches and players. Luke will give us a little inside taste of what it's like. And then we'll talk about some of the teams that we're excited about, that we're down on, coaches who we think are on the hot seat, and generally just hit some topics around the ACC in advance of our season preview pod coming up next week. Excellent. Excellent. Let me ask a question about this—the uh, new legalized gambling. Yeah. How much of the public do you think is going to take advantage of it, or is it going to increase people gambling? I don't. Well, eight percent. Eight percent. I Is that the real number? No, that's just mine. Okay, number. well okay. I believe.
0: Well, <laughs> well you have. To, I think you have to look at England, for instance, where you know gambling really. it's it's infiltrated the culture. On every
1: corner there's a bet shop. There's a bet shop
0: everywhere. When you're watching these games live, there are constant commercials. They're they're openly advocating for you to bet live. Um, Even within the stadiums themselves, from what I've read, they are posting live lines for people to bet in-app during the games. So, I mean, You know, is that what is going to become of modern sports viewing? Are you going to have kind of like what I'm imagining is like Jean-Claude Van Damme like yelling at you to bet now, like BetUS.com, you know, (laughs) doing like the splits, (laughs) you know, just openly advocating for you to do it. You know, that's what I could see. If you think those FanDuel commercials are terrible, wait till you've got a guy yelling at you to live I was
1: just about to say, I don't think it's ever going to be like fantasy football. It's just not. It's not gonna it's never gonna be like
0: that. Right? I don't know. I think it's gonna be I think it's gonna be huge. I think everybody who's watching sports who has a phone will be actively wagering on the game in I'd say five minutes. I would years.
2: go ahead and disagree with that uh, take, but very hot. <laughs> very hot. Congratulations. <laughs> Another developments game changer. Generally in our preview podcast, we have our good friend Ken Pomeroy, who produces the Pomeroy numbers. On the program. He now has his own podcast along with every other fan who's ever watched basketball. So we're no longer the cool kids on the block. We're just the old heads. Were we ever? Wait a
1: minute.
0: I like this. Pomeroy has his own podcast.
1: Everybody should listen to it. We'll probably still have him on and. I don't
0: think he wants anything to do with this anymore. What's his
2: podcast called? What's his podcast called?
0: I don't know. I
1: just saw on Twitter.
0: Pomeroy knows or something like that. Okay, if we
2: were going to have a vote, an in-house vote, if Ken was willing to have one of us on as a guest, obviously I would vote against myself. Would it be Taylor, would it be Guthrie, or Mike? I I say Mike. Mike is like the the (laughs) atomic bomb.
1: He's our face for the world. You are just...
2: You are the yes man, Taylor, and Guthrie is probably the closest thing to a sage we have.
0: Yeah. Guthrie is uh, my rock.
3: <laughs> thanks, Hope. I appreciate that.
0: Looks like a, Nordi- what if looks rocks- like a Nordic Moby. Over but there if you today. have Ken the Rock
2: and Guthrie the Rock going together, does that work? That's my question. That's Do a you good have question. Ken the Rock and, and Taylor the yes man? Oh, I
1: love that day, Ken. Yeah, whatever you say. I love it.
0: Love it.
2: Or if you have Jaffe just talking about, I don't know, what he did in West Virginia last week. Right. Is that even better? Yes.
0: Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I would love to hear what it's about. I'm actually really excited to hear that he has a podcast. I'll definitely check that out. Um, Ken, Ken's been great to us over the years. I bet if we oh. invite him back... He would love to be on the show. I don't
2: know. He might have been oh, onto no. bigger and better no. things. He's no
0: Jay Williams. No way. This is Ken, <laughs> oh, this is Cut, Ken cut that part.
2: Cut that segment. <laughs> You're still hopeful that that's gonna happen because it yeah. was it was there was a date. We had a date and then yeah. a snowpocalypse apocalypse in Virginia.
1: Yeah. If I'm being honest, I think he felt a little uh, snubbed.
2: Well, you know, you wanted me to get snowshoes on and walk. About three point five miles to the studio to tape with Jay Williams. It was like and I was an not inch willing to do that.
0: I mean, it's snow to foot snow and, and, and half. Too, but it was a
2: foot and a half.
0: But you know, I was about
2: to drive an. I hour. drive a two door sedan. <laughs> okay. So uh, all right, if you're still like l- just living on low. a prayer for that, congratulations.
1: I, I occasionally email with his assistant.
2: Oh really? How's that <laughs> working out? Can we talk basketball? I mean, I'm well, sorry. we're not having
1: that segment right now, are we?
2: Folks, that's 12 minutes of nonsense. Let's yeah. get on to this season, all right? Ugh. ACC hoops.
0: Off season notes? Do, do we need to catch people off season roundup? No, Let's no, talk do about Do people know what happened? Everybody came back. That's all you need is to know. Does anybody about this year. know Everybody who the coach came of Louisville back. is? Anybody? Chris oh, Mack. Guthrie's
2: favorite person yeah, in the world. Chris Mack. How excited are you to have Chris Mack involved in your life on a not a week to week basis, but like. A day to day basis.
3: I am thrilled. It's gonna be so exciting. I can't <laughs> wait to watch a poor man's McCronin every every time Louisville's on TV. So is It'll the
2: rock great. gonna be shaken this year because there might be a little bias that leaks in about your hate for not McCron, but Chris Mack.
0: Wait, you hate Chris Mack? Oh, he does. Yeah. Oh, why? Why? Tell me. Catch me up. Catch me up.
3: I mean, it's it's hard to explain. It's a deep, visceral, just intense hatred Mm. Mm.
0: that
3: just... It it needs no evidence. It just it's based on pure As all, as all good hatred does. Yeah. It
0: doesn't Chris Mack. It. Now
1: I'm just realizing this. He kind of looks like you with like 30 years of hard living on him. Like let's really? check back oh, with him. So in with you. In,
2: in ladies and gentlemen, Taylor. This is one of the times Taylor's gonna be right this year. He loves Chris Mack. He likes. He loves everybody. You know. But I'll tell you something. I'm in on this. Not in year one. I'm in on year two. I'm gonna put in the buzz corollary here. I'm in for year two of Chris Mack. I'm Mm. okay with year one. I'm in on year two. Yeah, Is that fair? Yeah, that's fair. It's the buzz corollary.
1: It it might be tough this year. Buzz was at the the podium.
2: I was listening to him all afternoon long talking about how the win differential between year one to year two was the greatest. It tied the greatest in ACC basketball history. And he said dating back to like 1910. I don't know how he got those numbers, but he got them.
0: (laughs) And this is not Chris Mack's first time in the ACC. People forget that he was an assistant coach at Wake Forest. So, you know, he's, he's been well, around research. the block. That's research. He's oh, been man. around the block. He knows, he knows where to go. He knows where all the IHOPs are on the East Coast. You know, he's been here before. IHOPs are important to us on the East Coast. Waffle House. Exactly.
2: <laughs> Let's get back to basketball. This is going to be the theme of the podcast. Uh, Let's right. get back to basketball. Okay.
0: I, uh, wait, I have another off-season note. You see, I have a notepad, and I have notes on it. Who knew that Jeff Capel is the coach of Pitt? I, How about breaking that? Breaking
2: news. Do we have a breaking news sounder?
0: How about that?
2: Let's play it. Let's play it again. Breaking news. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Jeff Capel taking over for the worst coach, I think, to statistically speaking, in ACC history, yeah. Mr. Stallings up there in uh, sweet Pittsburgh, bringing the zoo back. Jeff Capel, are you guys excited?
2: Can I ask you as a, a, like a legitimate question? Yes. I'm if very... Kevin Stallings looked like Josh Paschner, do you think his career at Pitt would have gone downhill as quickly?
0: Oh, um, what a question! Know. What a question mm. to start the year. I don't. That is a, that is a great question. Yeah, I I don't uh, maybe because maybe? I got news for you <laughs> in Atlanta.
2: It's going downhill fast.
0: Yeah, it it was a weird year last year for uh, for the Yellow Jackets and for uh, Passner in particular. With that weird scandal in Arizona, whatever happened with that with that defamation lawsuit with the couple that was suing him and he sued them back, and um, it was I I think it was you know a little three way gone wrong or something. That's what it it sounded like to me. I regret saying that, but still, it was it was was such a weird story. Um, But yeah, it was a bad year last year for Passner, but. What great beginnings here for Jeff Cable. I mean, do you, do you think that he's he's gonna still have ten wins? Do you think he's gonna have ten wins? In Somebody
2: answer my question. What's that? Which one? Would it have gone for Kevin Stallings if he looked like Josh Pastner? Are you
0: saying that Pastner's yeah. a good-looking guy?
2: I'm just I'm
1: throwing it I'm throwing <laughs> it out there. He's got a good head of hair.
3: Yeah, he does. And son that's maybe of, not fair to God.
1: bring up for Stallings.
2: How easy is it to fire the ball grouchy guy? Pretty easy. Um, really
0: the really uh, see I argue um, I argue that Kevin from the office is the most lovable character and, Kev- and that's what Mr. Stallings looked like to me so I would say it's hard to fire that
1: also character. Pittsburghs you know that's an old steel town hard scrabble. did he give you the grit, lovable feeling? Heart? did he give you that lovable feeling you get from watching the
2: office <laughs> no he was screaming at players when they were on the floor
0: <laughs> he was sad it was a sad year anyway in Pittsburgh just a bad take
2: it's just something I observed anyway mm-hmm. we're gonna move on. Taylor, you have the outline.
1: Off-season roundup, uh, we'll hit a couple notes here. We'll touch on the corruption trial. Uh, Today, the verdict dropped guilty uh, on all three counts of the defendants. Um, We'll see. I'm sure that there will be much more that comes out of that. Uh, But like Luke said, I'm also skeptical that anything real happens. Yeah, I really wish I had
2: music for this.
1: I mean, it's important to note, I think... Like, certainly uh, Duke didn't come off looking very good, even though the trial was about Kansas. There's some stuff revealed in the to the judge that ultimately didn't make it in front of the jury. You mean the house down the road from David Cutcliffe's face? I was talking with Guthrie about this on the way over here.
0: Wait, what? please explain. Yeah. Oh, yeah. no, no.
2: I'm just throwing it out there. Oh, you don't want and, to go into that? Oh, yeah, we can. What was it? What was I, it? I it's a house down the road from David Cutcliffe's place. Look it up, folks. What house it. down
0: the road? Who's David Cutcliffe? Somebody tell me. <laughs> <laughs> Who are these people?
2: <laughs> I'm so glad that you've just thrown it out there that you know nothing about football anymore. Oh, I completely have, yeah. detached yourself from uh, totally football.
0: Detached. Totally Football's
2: detached. Totally detached. What else I mean. do we have?
1: So, and then uh, ACC Media Day. Was today? It oh, was. Luke, any juicy tidbits you want to share well, from your insights? Well, I, I was locked
2: in a, in a room earlier today, and I was forced to listen to a lot of these press conferences, and I've got breaking news for you guys, okay? You ready? I'm ready. It's happened again. Every team, every coach, every player are very optimistic about their team this year, and mm. they're very excited for the season to start. It's happened again mm. for who mm. knows how many years in a row. Mm. Tidbits of notes, we had a loyal listener Email this to the podcast. How about this quote from NC State media session at the podium? Can you guess who is at the podium? Ooh. Besides from the head coach, Kevin T- Keats. Torren Dorn. Correct. And that's where the quote comes from.
0: Torin Dorn is such a beast last year.
2: And we appreciate the friend of the program, a frequent guest on the program, LeBron Lowe, a.k.a. Lauren Brownlow. Oh, transcribing this for us. This is from Torren Dorn. Quote, Drake is not even a person. He's an idea. He should be taught his theory. Go, Taylor.
1: <laughs> wow. Whoa. Whoa. Somebody give this guy a column at the Wall Street Journal because... Or maybe the Huffington Post. I don't know, depending on this is... That is a scorching hot cultural take.
0: Hey, Drake is the worst, man. Give me the Lil Wayne. Let's. Why isn't our theme song The Carter mm-hmm. Five? Why, now, why I, don't, I don't I we just know, We could out. go
1: into depth about this. Little Wayne has not evolved since his heyday of... You know the Carter Three, that Carter with an A.
0: We're we're lucky to still have Little Wayne with us. Okay, do not disparage him in front of me. The the Carter Three, was it three? Oh, yeah. Was that fire? All respect
1: to my president, Little Wayne, but. uh, (laughs) Yeah, also, he has not evolved. He's still rapping the same way he was in like 2001.
0: A hella insightful sports commentator as well, Little Wayne. He had a brief stint oh, on yeah, ESPN before he succumbed to Very the scissorp.
3: I just ha- I love how you guys are pronouncing it, Little, little Wayne little. with with two T's. Well, if no one like, knows that this on the podcast, we're all just pretty white. So adorable,
0: <laughs> Little Wayne. I, I'm trying to roll Wayne. my eyes. I
3: I do like that artist, Little Wayne. I call him
1: Wayne. You know, we'll just call him Wayne. Yeah. Wheezy.
0: And so, anyways, I, any I love teammates? that quote from Dorn. <laughs>
1: okay, uh, I'll give you a few others because Drake is an idea. He should be talked. Disclaimer,
0: a ladies
2: and gentlemen. Taylor wanted to save our full season preview, which I wanted to do right now, for a later date. So we're gonna do big themes, I suppose, and nuggets. So this is all I have for media day. Should we go to Duke or
1: we should we go to Virginia Tech? Let's do Virginia Tech first. We'll, we'll go to Duke. Well,
2: Buzz Next. said that he's gonna. Lo- we're going to love everybody on the court and we're going to love each other, and that's our key to the season.
0: No, he said it again.
2: We're going to love each other. We're going to be out there. We're going to love everyone. We're going to love each other. It's a good life Ooh. philosophy.
0: Buzz, Buzz is a sweet man. Yeah. He's a sweet man. Um, you Coach know, Kate, also, also at that press conference today representing Virginia Tech, Ty Outlaw, who got his six year of eligibility granted to him. Good for him. Let I me ask guys you, question. is he going to make a difference? I think so.
2: Do you know who is representing Duke at today's Operation Basketball? Uh, Javin Delario, Grayson Allen, yeah. and Jack White. Jack White. My favorite
0: band, the White Stripes.
2: That must Jack say a lot DeLaurier. about their team this year, don't you think? <laughs> says a lot about their star players. <laughs> but
0: the other guys are frantically researching three month rebounds. Ro- ro- the rest of the guys are role
2: players. <laughs> the rest of the guys are role players. We need to set that straight. Secondly, uh, Virginia brought Kyle Guy. Okay, yeah. And Jack Salt. Yeah, okay. He's, He's a, a fan He's favorite. the lone senior. He's, He's a, a captain, favorite. obviously. Mm-hmm. But, like, don't read too much into who goes to media day.
0: Did, Unless it's
2: Toronto talking about Drake.
0: Yeah, did Jack White have anything interesting to say? Or DeLaurier? He had an Duke?
2: accent. He still has the accent.
0: Where Where is he from? Australia. Australia. Okay. Yeah. Australia, producing basketball players.
2: So, Taylor, I'm <laughs> throwing this up in a platter for you because I have to do that. Okay, you do. What do you think the first question – to the duke mafia the duke trio what was the subject of that question
0: what do you think it was is... youtube i'm gonna say you
2: <laughs> well mike is already he already gave you a hint
0: who's the king of youtube on d great taylor are,
1: are you off <laughs> i'm out of it right now are you off <laughs> yes Guthrie, who's the no, king I, of YouTube?
3: I have no idea what you guys are talking about. Mike, Cutie <laughs> come on,
0: Mike. Zion, oh, come God. on, Zion's oh. the king of YouTube. That's that's is his, that his whole claim. Is to that firm. his title? No, well, no, his not, unofficial yet. Title? <laughs> not yet. Yeah, not yet. Not uh, yet. But no, yeah, Everybody knows that. You know, well, you guys know this. Okay, uh, Zion yeah. is uh, known for mostly his YouTube dunks, right? As, mm. And now he's evolving on the Canadian press tour as now a legitimate basketball player, according to many. Um, even, I believe, the highly regarded and former ACC great Stefan Marbury recently commented that Zion is greater than LeBron James at this point wow. in his career. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Duke's already had more nationally televised games than like Boston College will have all season. So <laughs>
2: Just just the, in the, the Canadian is there.
0: exhibition tour. And Wait, he was, what,
2: do you know what Coach K said about Zion? What did he say? He's a dry-to-coach.
0: Wait, what, say it again?
2: He's a dry-to-coach.
0: Hmm. That's sure. all. I'll oh, he's a joy to coach. Then. Yeah, I'll leave it at that. Thank you for translating. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> you said he's a very dry couch. And no, no like, okay. Yeah, Yes, yeah, so I see him that way too. He's bulky. All I, that's
2: all I have for me today. Nothing happens besides that. That's,
0: yeah. Those are all Nothing
2: exciting. That. You yeah.
0: usually provide us with some type of like Leonard Hamilton nugget. And it's usually about like you kind of thinking that he's not really doing a good job, but that he's also kind of always been there. You know, he's the second oldest coach, third oldest coach in the ACC. Most tenured. Well, most tenured. Yeah, most tenured.
2: Yeah. Let me tell you something. Florida State came right after Virginia, who I'm, you know, required at work to witness and, you know, record and blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. And after that time, once, you know, Virginia finished at the podium, I was off the clock. So I did not stick around for Leonard, sorry guys. Oh. I did not go over and above to do yeah. my work. And
0: and not no surprise here, last coach to speak Brad Brownell, you know former that's a for, former that's gutter a rat shame. of the ACC, <laughs> <laughs> redeemed himself last year. Pl- His team played him into a contract extension. Brad Brownell well, and the you know what I consider to be one of the best teams in the ACC, Clemson Tigers. Coming. Whoa, up. that's a good segue. Listen Here's, more. For should no, for we go preview. to?
2: Should we go to? There's one or two segues we can go here, guys. And I'm going to leave it up to you. Mm. Who do you like of the second tier, or coach in the hot seat? You decide, so, Taylor. Could, You're the producer. Uh,
1: let's do second tier. Okay, second tier.
2: Uh, oh, I'm this like is this the hot is my favorite. Love hot seat. <laughs> We're gonna get there. We're gonna get there, first.
1: This is my favorite topic of the
2: year. Okay, and we need a trendy name for these teams. I thought about like what do you call a teenager? Because I feel like Virginia Tech, Clemson, Florida State, and Syracuse are all going to be in the teens. They're going to be ranked in the teens this year. They're going to be floating in and out. Mm -hmm. They're going to be floating in those teens Mm this year. We need a trendy name for these. this quattro.
0: I like that. I'm going to work on that.
2: Okay, you you think about that. that. Now, here's my question to the three of you, and I'll answer myself.
0: (laughs) It's a question for the three of us that you're going to answer. (laughs) Like many of your questions. All right, (laughs) right, go ahead. Somebody has
2: to steer the wheel.
0: Somebody does. Somebody does.
2: Who are we most optimistic about of this quartet? Hmm.
1: Say the quartet again.
2: You, you probably <laughs> still think Miami's involved. They're not involved this yeah, year. Miami, I'm sorry. Yeah, You're you not didn't there. didn't include They're Miami. Not in there. I, I'm optimistic
1: about Miami. You yeah. can go ahead and, and but I'm throw Miami somebody in there, and we'll laugh at you.
2: But we have Clemson. Okay. We have Virginia Tech, Okay. Florida State, and Syracuse. Oh, that's our quartet.
1: Of those four, those are our
2: teenagers this year. We have four teenagers to deal
1: with. I will tell you who I am most optimistic about, and and throw a bonus in there for you. Okay, I am most optimistic of those four about Syracuse. Okay, um, their defense last year was like back to the elite level that they you expect that they didn't have the few years before that. Mm -hmm. They didn't really lose anybody. They are getting what like a transfer who's pretty much what you would want in like a Syracuse player long defense athletic no you know? Syracuse
0: this year didn't didn't actually or have any they are the only people that did not participate in free agency this year.
1: Okay. okay, good to know. <laughs> it's
0: it's a first unless, unless it's someone that came in it's last been a while. It's year that been a while. Uh, is finally. You got Jalen to play.
3: Jalen Carey, four star prospect. Yes. ah, uh, yeah. He's Carolina transfer. All right, Taylor. So tell me, Elijah Hughes, I think is the guy. Ah, yeah. that's
0: the guy that sat last year. What's yeah. new about the
2: Syracuse team that we didn't see last year?
1: They okay, so they're a year older. I just threw it out there for you. They're going to have a little more depth, which they were thin last year. That was a problem. You know. Jim
2: Beheim only he plays a short rotation. Max,
1: I think it's going to help though.
2: Oh, okay. Oh, oh, really?
1: Okay. And admittedly, they still probably won't be able to shoot at all. That's you know, an, old that's people
3: are issue. set in their ways. That's an issue. You know who's going to be on the roster this season? Is <laughs> uh, Buddy Beheim? Yeah, yeah. Little Little Jimmy is going to be is going to be on the roster. There's and more. I've I've heard that that Buddy can shoot. Like, I've heard through the grapevine that Buddy can shoot. How many minutes a game do you think you'll average? Like, maybe five. I don't know. What fraction of Trevor Cooney is he? (laughs) Oh, yeah. Cut from the same cloth, no
0: doubt. Uh, Jerry McNamara. That's That's the the holy grail. I did not know that. I didn't know Buddy was on the team.
3: Yeah.
1: Oh, I'm cool. optimistic about them. I think they're just going to be a better version of last year's team. If they can find even a little bit more offense, they'll be great. Yeah, a, po- a
0: potential defensive player in the year and Chukwu. I think that uh, Tyus battle coming back is probably the biggest return player of this year that was considered. Oh, That yeah. no, was considering Brissette? going pro. Oh, how could you not be excited about this? That was considering going pro. At least he was the very last person to pull out of the draft, Tyus battle. Um, and I think because of his shooting was that we talked about a lot last year. Yeah. Um, but anyways, yeah, uh, it could be a good year for Syracuse. I'm going to go with Clemson uh, for a lot I of the love same reasons. I I'm so glad you're on
2: this corner. Somebody I, has to be there. I, I, I was, thinking, it. About it. I I was lo- thinking about it. I was thinking about it. But thank you for doing this.
0: I love that your adolescent group includes... Three, no, two Sweet 16 teams, one Elite team yeah. and one team that was upset by Alabama. Upset, well, have you seen the opinion. AP poll? No, I mean, I'm just saying. I'm that, right th- on if you're looking at that's, the AP poll. That's quite a strong conference. I'm proud of the ACC. I'm good for them. Well, we We're haven't
1: sc- even talked about the team that's going to be better than all these teams. And that's NC State. All right,
0: continue. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, I, I think Clemson has a real shot to do something special this year. They only lost Gabe DeVoe last year, who who was their best perimeter defender. But with Marquise Reed back, Sheldon Mitchell, and then obviously the beast inside Elijah Thomas. Elijah Thomas, am I blanking
1: on that?
2: Yeah, no, no, no you Elijah got Elijah Thomas. You got it. Yeah. Correct.
0: Um, you know, I just I just think that they're gonna have a huge year. I, I really like what they're doing. And they also have uh someone finally to back up Elijah Thomas. They were relying on David Scar the transfer out of Valpo last year. Um this year they're actually gonna have a transfer from Oral Roberts, um, Javon White. Um he he should help them out a little bit in the uh in the front court, so plenty of backcourt depth, some front court depth. I, I'm excited for Clemson if they can defend at the level that they defended at last year, they should be. They're gonna have they are they gonna be be have actual home
1: games this year, right?
0: <laughs> yeah, they were back in the arena last year. I think oh, last were, yeah. year was, last was, year was the first year, but yeah, okay. they didn't little play. John, yeah. They didn't play as well yeah. as they did in um Greenville. Where? Greenville, yeah. yeah. Thank
3: you, Greenville, Colson. All right. Yeah.
0: So, anyways, go Greenville. go Tigers. We diversified,
2: not completely. But it's time for this quarter to take over. I'm going to give Guthrie the first take on Guthrie and I's team of these four.
3: So, honestly, I, I think the case for Syracuse is very strong. Um, I agree with pretty much everything Taylor was saying. Uh, I think the team, But though, they take a
2: dump at the regular season. Let's just face it, guys. They take regular <laughs> season dumps every year. I want to they, believe that it's not going to happen they this do year. Drop,
3: it, they do drop games that probably they shouldn't, but... They consistently do well in March, and you have to give credit, you know, yes. It's a too. system
1: that's built for that too. Also, it, like a short turnaround yeah. on a weekend, it's hard to prepare, all that kind of stuff.
3: Yeah, yeah. yeah. And teams somehow forget how to break down a two-three zone, like it. Well, it, it's
1: different. It's not just a regular two-three uh-huh. zone. Okay? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's so long. It's Tom, a
3: long. Tom zone. Izzo <laughs>
2: has never seen that before, obviously. Yeah, but yeah. It's his first so, time last year. So
3: um, I, I do think though that the the choice is clear. Virginia Tech. I agree. Is, the best team of that it, like they are going to lead the pack in that second tier quote unquote that everyone's talking about in the ACC.
2: I'm with Guthrie, 100%. I mean they
3: lose they lose Bibbs. Mm-hmm. That's that's huge. I'll, I'll I'll be the first to admit that it's big. But they they keep everyone else. Like the I think they had like the highest field goal percentage in the ACC, 3 point field goal percentage. Yeah. Yeah. I mm-hmm. mean it's it this, this team is going to score. They're going to score. Did they score learn to play all.
1: defense? I mean,
2: probably not. Did they learn to <laughs> rebound? I don't care. I I like teams who shoot well, and I'm with Guthrie in this. And can I tell you what? I was against Virginia Tech early in last season, and I was puffing my chest and like running around this office, like gloating. And then I came back down to earth, and they proved me wrong. By March, until Mike's friend, like you know, pushed his chips to the middle of the table. But yeah. I'm with Guthrie in this. I, I like Virginia Tech.
0: Yeah, yeah, lots of reasons to be excited. Blackshear was dominant at times inside last year. Justin Robinson is a potential first-team All-ACC player. Um, and you have Ahmed Hill, who I think is a very underrated guard and should give them a lot of depth in the backcourt. Virginia Tech. And they have a favorable schedule this year. Last year was a very tough schedule, especially towards the end of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know what? They, 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 should play better. they beat
2: Clemson, they beat Virginia,
1: mm-hmm. they beat Duke, they beat Carolina. And if, Ty, and if Ty Outlaw adds what people think he seems to want to add, it's a big deal.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I hope Ty can stay healthy and give him, give him a little more depth in the front court. That would be my one concern. They don't have a lot of depth in the front court. So, well, t- so here's so my the t- question for you okay, from yeah. Virginia
1: Tech. Same as Syracuse. What sets them apart from last year's Virginia Tech team?
2: I think they're going to be exactly the same, except I don't think they're going to be slow at the beginning of the year. I think they're going to be there at the beginning of the
1: year. They still played pretty fast. I mean, I think
2: they're a. Oh, you ha- mean so? I think all these teams are high floor, low ceiling teams. Okay, that's my take of the year. Okay, take it or leave it, Mike. Mike, what do you think? High floor, low ceiling. I, all I these think floor.
0: Syracuse is going to be a top. Five or six team for a couple weeks out of this year. I mean, I think they're going to be that good. I think people are going to really like them that much. I th- especially if Frank Howard and Ty's Battle can learn to shoot the basketball a little bit.
2: What happens when Jimbo I, starts calling timeouts with 18 minutes left in the second half <laughs> just to prove a point and play mind games? Just to, just to get that's going to happen. I think, think they're right? going
1: to have the best defense in the ACC. Like
2: maybe I mean, yeah, maybe
1: they got Chukwu in there. Yeah,
0: yeah. he's a
2: monster. Yeah, very
1: well good.
0: Yeah, it's gonna. I, I don't know. I, I just think. I think Syracuse has the highest ceiling out of those teams, personally, but I I think Clemson's going to go the furthest. I think they're going to do the most with what they have. I still
2: think Virginia has the best defense. Nobody's in
1: on Florida State.
2: Well, we're going to talk about them, because I blacked out during Florida State's Elite Run (laughs) last March. Their Elite Eight run, I blacked out. Can someone tell me what happened?
0: Phil Kopher happened, man. Yeah. Phil Cofer. Everybody, Look, everybody watched. There was a turning point Florida State season last year where everybody hated Florida State. And it was during that Sunday night game against NC State. And they got embarrassed. And I, Luke, you watch that game, didn't you?
2: I did, yes.
0: Yeah. And, it and, was, and it I was felt very time.
2: vindicated at the time. And that all went down the drain once the NCAA tournament started.
0: It did. It did. That size of Florida State. I I backed, in I backed
2: a backless man, Michael Porter Jr., against these guys mm. in round one. Mm. So that tells you how much I believed in this mm-hmm. team. Mm-hmm. It was a mistake.
1: Well, <laughs> specifically when you say Phil Kofre happened, what what I think is important for them is they, like last year and this year, super athletic, play fast, get on transition. That's awesome. They have some good... Good shooters, none of them are really great. So I look at, you want to see the 40% from three-point range, right? right? They have several of those guys in like the 34 to 37 range.
0: Right. And mm.
1: if a couple of guys, those guys in a game bump their numbers up to like 42, yeah. I mean, obviously it's all variable by game, whatever. But they get some shooting out of it with their like natural, you know, athleticism that they use to run and they get much better.
2: Guthrie D. you trust? Re- Regular season,
3: Leonard Hamilton,
1: PJ Savoy finds my question. shooter on that team. Uh, He's the only
3: one. I'm not. Sh- I'm not sure, honestly. Like, man, just just when we think we have like Leonard Hamilton figured out and like we understand what's happening, we. I mean, we we were all selling Florida State last season. Let's be honest. Like, I don't think any of us were on the bandwagon at any point last season. And oh, I'm sure
2: we were if we go. Well, Taylor, the tapes, if anybody, yeah. he's on everybody's band. Yeah.
3: <laughs> it's just, it's it's such Much a remarkable end to the year. Like, it's the furthest he he's gone in, like, you know, at least a decade in in the NCAA tournament. Were
2: it's they just dogs crazy. every single game? I think they were. I think Missouri might have been a, was Missouri a point
1: favorite? Oh, God. I can't remember.
0: I, I so think, the thing I is, think in, Missouri was a favorite. I think that was an so 89. So
3: they were dogs every single were, game. Then they were dogs. Yeah. Yeah. That's, pretty, that's pretty remarkable.
1: Well the thing is even against teams like you know the Duke or something Florida State will not be physically outmatched in any against any team in the nation that they play really yeah but you so know, the problem happens m- when they mentally yeah I'm saying and I think what happened like especially in that slide last year they would let games get away from them and they want to play fast and then when a team is able to match that they're blown I mean the the game, they struggle. Mm. So,
2: well, with that said, what a great segue to coaches. Oh. So, when we gave the option of this being the first segment or the second segment, two of you guys jumped at the bed for coaches. Guthrie was one. Mike, were you the other? I think so.
0: I love talking about coaches. Let's yeah. Do it. yeah, hot seats.
3: Absolutely. Hot seats. Absolutely. Who you got, Guthrie? Oh, man. Where to start? Well, why don't we start with probably the bottom of the ACC, and that is the Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets. Mm. They're going to finish last this season, I think. Mm. I was thinking of another golden team, but you go ahead. Yeah. Um, that is <laughs> certainly a possibility. That's who but, I was going to go. <laughs> but, I mean, you have to think that last season was the opportunity for Passner to make some splashes. Uh, I mean, he, he had... Ben Lammers and mm. a decent cast around him. R.I.P. Yeah, first
0: first round I, pick and a Koji.
3: Yeah, I mean it, it. A very solid team on paper, and all that's gone. And you know, what, what what is there to show for it? Like a, a less than five hundred record, I believe. I mean, and
2: Alvarado, like Eldorado, Alvarado. Yeah, they have, have
3: yeah thirteen and nineteen in in uh, all of last season. An extremely disappointing showing in the ACC tournament to round out the year, and you have Alvarado returning. That's, that. like, that is... It, what
2: about coach of the year? How long does that get you?
3: I mean, I think the rest of the season, certainly.
2: Can I talk about Georgia Tech for a moment, guys?
3: Yeah, jump I have in. a good
2: analogy for this. Georgia Tech feels like, and I did think about this pre-podcast. This is not coming off the spot, Taylor. Just, you know cuz you like to check me on those things. This is pre-made up. I've been thinking about this for all summer long. George Tech feels like the all big summer. they feel like the big gulp be- beverage that a 9-year-old gets at 7-Eleven and instead of getting just a Coke, he mixes all of them together. He mixes Dr Pepper, he's putting in orange soda, he's pouring in some Sierra Mist and Code Red, okay? Oh, suicide. suicide. Yeah. And that's how I feel about George Deck. I used Georgia to do Tech. that like, when I was a what kid. What is the plan? The pieces don't fit together. Passenger's Pastner's <laughs> the nine-year-old, and the team is the big goal. The pieces have not made sense, and they still don't make sense. Like, they're getting a transfer in here, a transfer in there. Oh, yeah, great. We'll just throw them in. And who's playing what position? Nobody knows. It's positionless basketball, and we're going to get away with that disclaimer. That's how I feel about George Tech.
3: Yeah. Yeah. They, they got a transfer from Tennessee and they have a couple couple seniors whose names I don't recognize um, <laughs> like the, oh, yeah <laughs> the only time it works is when you're competing against dr Thunder or
2: vault which is like Pitt right
3: mm, mm.
2: and it happens like a couple times per year that's all I feel about Georgia Tech that's my analogy I, I, I like it so I worked all summer on it, I okay? I
3: think that's that's a well, an um I think I think passner will be on a warm seat come January, February of this year. This is going to be a disastrous season for the Yellow Jackets. But I don't think his job is in jeopardy this season. There is another another coach in the ACC. What's whose his job- contract look like? I don't I don't remember actually I think it was yeah. like a pretty decent it
0: almost doesn't matter at this point, I feel like what the contract situations mm. are for a lot of these guys. And that's actually my next hot seat guy, which is probably gonna upset Guthrie. Um because I know that oh, you um, on um, me. This is my You're, hot seat guy you, as well.
2: My, Mike and I are, are
0: yeah, yeah, we're, we're in here. sync right yeah, now. Let's talk um,
1: about
0: it. Danny Manning. Mm. Yeah. My yeah. My dude Danny Manning. I mean, everybody was so happy when he took that job, at Wake Forest. He he had a tough end of the last year. Um, he only won four games total in the ACC. Two of those games he he didn't win. You know after January, um, except over Georgia Tech and Pittsburgh. Um, you know that that's a tough run. You lose you lose two guys to the draft. Um, one in Bryant Crawford. Um, those are just guys going to the draft. Both of them just left his team and did not get drafted. They're just like, out, let's
2: go to
3: Europe. They're no. out
0: there in the wind. They oh. would rather be undrafted than play. As, Lake Forest. as
3: someone that recently left the ranks of academia and rejoined <laughs> the working, the working stiffs, let me tell you, it's not worth it. Stay in <laughs> academia. <laughs>
0: And now he's coaching the golden child, Brandon Childress, right? This is who this is who he's pinned all his hopes they and still, dreams yeah. on. I mean so
3: so they still have Brandon Childress. Mm-hmm. They still have Chaunde Brown. Yep. And I feel like Luke's
1: big gulp analogy works for Danny Manning too. <laughs> I mean, kind of.
3: Um
2: I feel like you need another beverage to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> like like a mint latte.
0: Now, I mean, Manning is extended through 2022, I think, so it will be an expensive buyout for yeah. Let me ask the Demon you a question. Deacons, But I just don't like his chances this year. Isn't Buzz Delick
2: available as a defensive coordinator? Wasn't he... The the defense guy for the Houston Rockets who right. lit the world on fire last year and shut down the Golden State Warriors. Mm-hmm. And I say shut down, even though they lost the series because they went over twenty seven in game seven.
0: Right, right. And they had that Chris and Paul injury. Doesn't and Buzz
2: Delic have Wake Forest ties? He
0: does. He does. why, why did we bring him home? Oh
3: God, dude. Bring do him you home. remember do you remember the Buzzdelic years? They, He's, they, a, he's they a defensive win.
2: coordinator, though. We know who he is now.
3: I mean, yeah, maybe bring him in as like Br- a specialist. Bring him in.
2: Because <laughs> that team doesn't play a lick of defense. They have yeah. no Would idea he what take to the- doing.
0: Yeah, they A step down. I oh will my say goodness. they I, were one of the worst teams in college basketball last year in terms of defending the three, and yes. uh, you know, in terms of fouling, which are two, you know, kind of big, big, uh, mm-hmm. big issues. In terms, I of, don't uh, disagree at all with what you're days. saying.
3: I will take it any day over Bezdelic Wake Forest. Mm. Bezdelic Wake Forest was dreadful. Mm. Was it,
2: was it as bad as Manning
3: Wake Forest? Yes, really. I think it was worse. Are we sure? Yeah, Manning Wake Forest is at least entertaining. From a from some from right. like an an unbiased how, perspective, how well does
1: he have to do this year to keep his job? Hmm, like he doesn't have it's to do that rushing. good, right? Expectations are pretty low. No one's expecting him to finish top six. How many games below five hundred? <laughs> Whoa, that tells you a lot.
2: Oh, are you expecting this team to go above five yeah, hundred? I don't know. I would, I would say pull maybe, out my wallet and whip out whatever. I, I, I think if they're saying within... what
1: do they want him to do, I think he has to. I think if he went below five hundred, like overall. Well, that's gonna happen. You I know, hate to break not it Not just to you. ACC. I'm saying, like, guys, out of guys, yeah, guys. Yeah.
0: Let let me give you a glimpse into your future. William Hill Sportsbook in England. <laughs> what you do? I'm just I'm fired up for our future. You can tweet at them, and they will give you odds within 15 minutes on any crazy bet, like what we're talking about today. That you can come up with. Can you imagine?
1: It's a customer service industry.
0: It really is. Anyways, this is our future, guys. We can find out the real odds on. Wake Forest breaking 500.
3: So I'd rather short
1: Passner, but that's just
0: pretty- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah that's I, I, I would
3: I would actually rather short Passner. I'm actually gonna buy Wake Forest breaking 500 this y- season.
0: You've always bought. With force no matter what they've sold. It's true. Last they year, actually... they, last year they finished nine games below 500 at 11 and 20. They will be much worse this year. But I don't. I'm oh, not. It sounds so I'm bad. Not when so you sure. say it, and I'm not so sure. I'm not so
3: sure. So to be like, if we if we talk about this this coming season, I I agree. Expectations are low. They have a pretty solid incoming class. Like mm-hmm. I think Manning is getting enough of a leash with the fact that he's he's getting he's getting the classes. Yes, Like, Shawnee Brown was, I think, a four-star recruit. I think mm-hmm. they have another one coming this season.
0: That's correct. And mm-hmm. they
3: have a transfer from... From Buffalo. From Buffalo, from yeah. From the
0: Bulls, who made quite the run last yeah. year. Yeah, yeah.
3: So, I think there is there is talent on the roster. And while Bryant Crawford will be missed in some ways, he also was extremely turnover-prone last season. Let's not mm-hmm. forget... It was a very um, rocky Bryant Crawford. You know in the Guth- Guthrie's settling
0: season. into one of those modes where he makes a lot of sense, and I start to regret what I said. And <laughs> you know what? It's, I'm not going to follow case. you down that road, Guthrie. You're you're making a great Dude, Leave case. Me, Leave
3: me on the island here. I'm, I'm 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 all aboard. Wake Forest.
0: We need to 500. tweet this out hmm? and write
3: it.
2: Yeah. Well, in stone. Draw the line. This. In the same.
0: I will tweet haven't, it Mike at and Luke, uh, haven't the William Hill
2: in have you guys William lost Hill several bets to Guthrie
1: London? and I about Wake Forest? <laughs> well, yeah, that's the banquet we is, still, Kevin is still due. We
2: backed Kevin Stallings for about two Always years. Always a mistake. It was a really bad idea. <laughs> We've talked enough about Wake Forest. I can't bear it anymore. Can somebody else throw another storyline out there or another coach out there? I think Brad is fine. He's people good. to talk about Brad's seat. I'm like, Brad is cool. I he think made he, he saved it. So I was running down the list of he coaches. saved and it I was last year. The
1: only person who really, other than the people you've already mentioned, Who's the only person who possibly could get fired? Jim Christian? Yeah. I mean, maybe Boston College. Yeah. Like, talk about low expectations, but
3: he's been there s- since
1: 2014.
3: Yeah. I don't know. I could see it. I think they would have to have an extremely, yeah, extremely disappointing season. I don't expect it to I'm just saying they would have to be really bad. Yeah, yeah. I think I think it's within the realm of possibility. But, I, th- I mean, like, given how things went last season, it was maybe a little bit underperforming from expectations and i don't know like this season it's, it's it, it the expectations are pretty today, comparable. does boston
1: college care about basketball i mean i know they do don't send us emails because we get emails from boston <laughs> college fans I mean, that's but that's the last saying.
2: that's the only other option on the table
1: yeah, yeah. It's only unless one that's we possible. just want
2: to get rid of k-pool after one year which
1: i'm cool with but what, what how can i get odds on kai bowman as a um a first conference, teamer? conference player of the year do or you first team you
2: want to put him on the first team you I, can go ahead and He'll spoil your pre season. <laughs> he'll probably end first up team.
0: Eh,
1: I don't know. I was gonna say second team, but even that, I don't know. He deserves to be on the first team in my book.
0: The best part about Boston College is that you're gonna watch him play and you're gonna see Jordan Chapman play and you're gonna be like, Oh man, Jerome Robinson's still there, and it's not, it's Jordan Chapman. Oh yeah. It's just like it's like Krusty and uh, you know, Sideshow Bob. They look exactly alike, but just slightly different.
2: Should we get a take of the year?
0: Uh, sure. Like hot take of the year. Yeah, I sure. love hot takes.
2: Well, I mean, I was gonna go take, but once you mentioned hot, it is hot <laughs> because nobody believes what I'm about to say to you. But okay, I think Notre Dame's gonna be in the cellar this year. No, I think, gonna be bad. Oh. I think Notre Dame's Ooh. gonna be
1: bad this year. I really do. But I feel like <gasps> people kind of said they've been c- not gonna be really if bad. If any but of you
2: guys bad. say, "Well, Mike Perry, oh, Never, of course, is a bad team." Well, let's look at last
0: year. Last year, you picked you know. Notre Dame to win the ACC in our preseason. Well, that's before Bonty got wildly injured. Swinging. I know. I'm just, I'm just saying. Well, he got injured. I he did. This year, they don't have a lot going for him. I agree. Well, I'm uh, TJ Gibbs. I'm the planting Fluker. them down
2: there. I'm planting them down there with the Louisvilles and the uh, the Wakes and the BCs oh. and uh, Pitt. Georgia Tech is way below all of the above. But. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, I, I don't see the case for Notre Dame. Oh, they got Fluger and T.J. Gibbs coming back. Great, Scrappy.
1: great. That's
0: a good, that's a good, Happy that's a good that. hot take. You know what? My next question for the segments were gonna be, and this I thought was gonna be our last segment, was if you know, I, Halloween's coming up. All right, it's a I, week from now. It's soon. You guys have known oh that my God, my, my ongoing um, ACC basketball. You know, if we were gonna dress up a player and have them be in a Halloween costume. Mine has always been Coach K as the villain from the fifth element. You know, that's kind of been my go to. That's always been my guy. So I'm just wondering if you're thinking of Halloween costumes for all of this ACC cast of characters, have you guys been able to come up with any others that are as good as Coach K as Zork?
3: Coach K as Gary Oldman as, <laughs> as Zork.
0: <laughs> Zork. Yeah. I just, the plas. it's just the hair, I think. I think it's just oh, the hair.
3: It's, yeah, it, that's pretty good. Well, That's I'm going to stick
2: with Notre Dame and say just put a <laughs> cone head on Mike Bray. That's all I got.
0: <laughs> he kind of looks like Dan Aykroyd. That's not bad. He could be a blues brother. He's classy. It's classy, that Mike Bray.
3: He is. That he is.
1: Leonard Hamilton is the cast of The Ta- Wire. Taylor Season is 3. so not
2: prepared <laughs> Funny, for this. I'm not bunny, a oh. bunny hey, Mike, no, bunny. I, got a, I got a question for Vegas, Mike. Amsterdam. You know, you've been so mellow and so even-keeled this podcast. You mm-hmm. haven't thrown any dynamite at us. Mm-hmm. What's your mm-hmm. take? Take of the year. Like, give me something. <laughs> oh I, 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 man. I threw myself out there. I put myself on the platter. Mm-hmm. and You guys are all going to make fun of me when Notre Dame, like, finishes 7th. Mm-hmm.
0: So... You know, come I, on. Uh, One
2: of you guys. I mean,
0: I I will say, all right, so th- this will be my hot take. I think that Miami is a top 10 team. Oh, I oh. I think. <laughs> Cue the music. I think that Zach Johnson <laughs> is going to be Four. second team all the ACC. Greatest transfer in the ACC this year at a Florida Gulf Coast. Don't sleep on him. Watched him play many a times last year. Top he 10, like, nationally? Top 10 nationally. Oh, wow. Okay. The butterflies
2: wow. will fly. <laughs> I didn't know what I was asking I mean, for,
0: guys. I mean, let me let me tell you, they they got some quality transfers this year. They hit free agency hard. They hit free agency hard. Miami did. Oh, uh, yeah. Miles they, Wilson. Not only not only do they get Zach Johnson, they got Anthony Mack out of Wyoming. Anthony Mack, how easy was that sell? The guy's playing in Wyoming. Like, hey, you want to come to Miami?
3: Oh, yeah. oh, no, you know, playing. I don't
0: know. I'm, I'm living in Wyoming. Yeah, I guess I'll come play for you in uh, Miami. Yeah, that sounds pretty good. He's he's a world class player. I, I'm excited for Miami this year. They're gonna be they're gonna be a quality team. Top ten. You wow. There there's my there's my hot take for you.
2: That's what yeah. I was asking for and you went over I mean above. that's
0: not even really dynamite you the real dynamite is that we are gonna record a show live in Charlestown West Virginia at the sports book that's the real fire I mean it's gonna be me you bucket of hot wings a bunch of two dollar bills because they, they give those out over there I don't know what it is over there they was like they want you, want you to feel lucky. it's gonna be great. I'm really excited guys it's gonna be a great year who's who's not excited
1: My hot take is the so same excited. as I have every year. NC State. <laughs> is going to win the ACC? No. I, I I actually think they will finish like fifth or sixth in the ACC. I, I'll peg them top six. <sighs> How six. hot is that? I don't know, but don't it's know as know hot as I'm willing to get hot. right now. I said Notre Dame's in the cellar. Mike said
2: Miami's a top ten team. <laughs>
1: okay, like, like, I, like
0: I, I says NC
1: State, say State exactly sixth. Six you got to say <laughs> four. Conference.
2: If you don't say top four, if you don't say double <laughs> bye, I'm going to pass the mic. I don't believe it. <laughs> That was a just good say try. fourth. That was a just good Let's just
1: right. go there. You said fifth. Oh no. Say fourth. I'm going sixth. Okay. All right. Yeah. All
0: right. Taylor Thank needs you. to stretch before he's really yeah. ready to spread his wings. Like those well, we scooters. Got next week like for those that, bird guys. scooters.
1: You're constantly complaining about how positive I am about teams, so <laughs> this is your one chance to be happy that i picked for a team six instead of first. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh man. Any any final thoughts before we uh kick it off for our for our inaugural episode of season four? You guys, got any final takeaways? Or when are we getting a season preview next week? Is that right? Season starts November 6th.
1: We will have a yeah. full season preview coming up before the games start on November 6th. I
0: Tuesday, think. November 6th. First ACC game, I believe, is Duke, Kentucky. Is that right?
2: <laughs> is Kentucky the ACC now?
0: No. Well, I, think, I mean, you know, okay. Duke, team. No, okay. Yeah, okay. the ACC I team. It. It's like, oh, yeah. I, didn't
1: know. I think it's like Clemson and. I
3: don't
0: know. Oh, the actual first one. Something. The first one I care about is Kentucky. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Yeah, I don't care about Clemson. You're gonna have to watch your Tigers
3: because you think they're gonna be great. Both of them play on the on the 10th.
0: Okay. Other way, I'm Duke is in playing
3: Elon. Uh, the the annual beatdown of Elon. Can't miss that one.
2: Does anyone have any outside of the conference teams to watch this year?
1: Oh, well, I know Mike does.
2: Dude, a, I think Luke is has one a of those team in question. Can I tell you what?
1: The three of you, but really,
0: you? Dude, I'm a fl- I'm a flat earther this year. I'm a flat earther. There's well, nothing outside the ACC. Well, if I don't see it, it, doesn't exist.
2: Do you know what I'm really disappointed in? Is mm. that all these other publications are now claiming your territory of Mr. Dom? South they Dakota,
0: are. my man Mike no, Dom. You were yeah. the first. You yeah. were in
2: on that on the ground level, and now everybody who listens to this podcast, you know, is just making a name for themselves.
0: So. Yeah, and Loyola Chicago, I think, is going to actually open. and Maybe they already have preseason AP or top twenty-five team. Well, I mean, they got a little lucky against Miami. Let's face yeah. it; they're, good, they're
3: good okay. in votes. Like yeah. they're Settle just down. outside of, uh, just outside the top
0: twenty-five. Yeah, they they struggle a little bit this year, but Loyola will be good. Um no. Who do I like outside? I'm again I'm a flat earther. You know, I I like Florida. I actually like <laughs> Florida this year. I think Florida's going to make some serious noise in the SEC. May upset Kentucky there. So that, there's my hot take outside Outside oh, the ACC. Speaking
2: of Kentucky, let's go to our Kentucky fan of the podcast, Taylor Pilkington.
1: I'm excited to Fire away to watch. on your favorite
2: team. Let's hear what you have to say.
1: I got nothing. I mean, I'm excited to watch him. I'm not as excited as you probably think I am. I don't know. Mm, that's a shame.
2: Yeah. Because you were excited for Scott Labissier.
1: I was. You were also so excited for Noel. Nerlens Noel. We know how that turned out. On an NBA roster, Scott Labissier.
0: Yeah, playing for the Kings, the Kings, right? I yeah, don't the think Kings, that counts. Sacramento, <laughs> baby. I don't think that's that a, counts.
1: The state seat. Yeah. I don't know how many minutes he's getting.
0: Yeah. I, I think, you know, the whole Kentucky hype with the preseason exhibition games, with what they did um, against the. Pretty much everyone Um, uh, Way overblown I I don't like Kentucky this year Can I tell you
2: what I'm riding? I'm riding or dying I'm not changing from my ways Of the NCAA tournament in 2017 I'm going to keep riding The Tennessee Volunteers Bandwagon this year guys The Admiral Come at me The Admiral Uh, Schofield I went down in the Sweet 16 last year but you know what? I have big dreams for the Vols this year. I just yeah. want to
1: know that you started this podcast off by asking us to chain you to a chair. I yeah. also whenever so, you started talking
0: about Captain Rick Barnes so. is our
2: coach, I just remember that. Yeah. yeah, I might take that back right now. The curse of Sister
0: Mary Jean of Loyola Chicago reigns for many years. So she already took out Tennessee Volunteers. I, I wouldn't touch that with the ten foot
2: pole. Chain me to the chair. <laughs> Rick Barnes. Guthrie. <laughs> Outside so, the, uh, yeah, YAC yeah. ACC? I, um,
3: I'm going to say Washington, the Washington Huskies. Uh. I think, I think the Pac 12 is especially weak this year.
1: It's Marco Fultz back.
3: And, uh, Fultz ain't walking through that door, <laughs> but Noah Dickerson is. They, mm-hmm. I mean, they are returning like. Pretty much everyone. I don't. Yeah, they just
0: missed the tournament last year. They were they were very quality team. Yeah, Yeah. I mean they
3: they had some they had some good wins. Kansas super cool. Pac twelve
0: went what over four in the tournament. Sixty eighth best team in the world.
2: Guthrie's the only one who stays up late enough to watch Pac twelve because you guys have children and I'm lazy so. Yeah. There you go. He probably has some he's insights got, in there. Yeah, he's got to yeah.
0: watch something after he watches Ozark. And, <laughs> you know, it's bored to tears. He's got to have something to put up the bed.